The next thing was um, in Job was that I believe that God was saying to him was that he would vindicate him. And when you're going through some stuff, particularly if it involves others and so forth, sometimes the, the thing you want most is to be vindicated. And even out of that job, probably when I left that, I can tell you what, I, I think that I probably wanted that most of all to be vindicated. In fact, for probably quite a long time, I think that's probably the, the thing that I wanted the most. But you know, God actually vindicates us when we don't require the vindication. When we trust in him, when we have faith in him, that's when we give it to God, that's when he will vindicate us. Psalm 26 verse 1 says, Vindicate me, O Lord, for I have walked in my integrity and I have trusted in the Lord without wavering. Just like the psalmist, Job does trust in the Lord. And as I said before, even after losing everything, in chapter 1 verse 20, he falls to the ground and worships God. Later on in chapter 29, Job describes the way in which he was revered among his community for the many good things that he did. He was the sort of person that people came to for advice. He was the sort of person that people trusted. He was the sort of person that people knew had their back. He was the guy. But in chapter 30, Job then describes the contempt in which he is held in that same community after losing everything. It wasn't just his friends that said, Job, you must have done something wrong. It was his entire community that actually turned against him and said, you must have done something pretty crappy against God. Because they didn't understand it and they didn't understand God's plan. And sometimes it might not be, in this case it wasn't anything that he'd done, and it might not even be losing wealth or other things, um, but it could be something that's very personal. And how other people relate to you or don't relate to you is their failing, not yours. In Job chapter 42, verses 7 to 9, the Lord does vindicate Job. In fact, are the very friends who had cr criticised him. He says, after the, the, the Job chapter 42 says, After the Lord had spoken these words to Job, the Lord sent, said to Eliphaz the Temanite, that was one of his friends, my anger burns against you and against your two friends, for you have not spoken of me what is, is right as my servant Job has. Now therefore take seven bulls and seven rams and go to my servant Job and offer up a burnt offering for yourselves and my servant Job shall pray for you for I will accept his prayer not to deal with you according to your folly for you have not spoken of me what is right as my servant Job has. So Eliphaz the Temanite and Bildad the Shuhite and Zophar the Namathite went and did what the Lord had told them and the Lord accepted Job's prayer. Must have been pretty humbling for those guys. I don't think there's any clearer way in which God could have actually vindicated uh, Job. Um, and he will vindicate you in your situation. The last one is, I will bless you. 
Isaiah 41 verse 10 says, Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you, I will help you, I will uphold you with my righteous hand. Blessing comes in many different ways. In Obviously, in, in Job's case, it was, you know, his wealth was restored to him twice over and he ended up with just as many sons and daughters as he had before. Um, but blessing comes in many, many different ways. As I said in the last eight verses of Job, God restores everything that Job has. You know, when I resigned from the Wakefield Regional Council job, I did so in the full knowledge that God held me in the palm of his hand. In fact, one of the things that came out of worshipping God every day in the car was just knowing that I could trust him absolutely. And although I wasn't the sort of person I always thought, you know, you, know, you stick out the job until the next thing comes along. But it actually got to the point where it was affecting my health, affecting my relationships, where I felt that was the only thing I could do. And so I prayed a lot in the car about that. And when I made that decision, I felt the peace of God. And so I did that. And in fact, I actually gave them six months notice. I was, it wasn't just resigned. I'm going in, well, I think three months was the requirement of my contract. But I gave them six months notice. And you know what? God blessed me with an absolutely amazing job that I have now. And funnily enough, it's a job where initially pre-COVID I had to fly to Sydney every week, Tuesday to Thursday, spend two nights in Sydney. And you know what? I don't think that that's a job I ever would have accepted in a blue fit, flying away from my family like that. That's crazy. Why would I do that? And you know what? Though it was an amazing... And I accepted it because, I mean, it fitted, there's a whole lots of other good things, but I accepted it because I didn't actually have a job, right? I was coming to the end of my, my time. Um, and, and, and it was amazing the way God actually gave that job. That's a story for another time. But it actually blessed me in so many ways. In fact, whilst still giving me the opportunity for influence, it actually, I actually even earned more than I did in the last job. But it's actually been one of the least stressful jobs I've ever had in my entire working career. And that's God's blessing. Do you want to know all the reasons why I went through all of those things? No, I don't, because I'm sure there's more to it. I'm sure there's far more than I will ever fathom, far more than I will ever understand. And that's okay. I don't need to understand all the reasons. In closing, whenever you might find yourself in a position of suffering as Job did, remember that although you may not understand, remember who God is. Remember that his vindication and blessings are coming. Above all, to remember to trust in him and rely on him daily. Another way of putting that might be to say, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Don't rely on your own understanding. Always rely on him and he will bless you and vindicate you. Which sounds a lot like 
not quite the same, but it sounds a lot like Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 and 6, which says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding in all your ways to submit to Him and He will make your path straight. Our God, to say He is a big God is just such an understatement. I love the saying, don't think about how, gosh, I'm probably going to get it wrong because I didn't have it written down here, but it just came to me about, don't think about how big your problems are. Think about how big your God is. So if you're going through something now, maybe you've been through something recently, maybe you'll be going through something pretty awful soon. That might not sound like the greatest thought, but actually know it's because God has something far greater for you on the other side. It might be for your family down the track. It might be for future generations. Maybe you'll never see it and maybe you'll never ever understand it, but trust in Him. This morning, if you don't know God, if you don't know that He sent His Son, Jesus Christ, to die on a cross for our sins so that He may dwell with us, so we may have eternal life, so that He can take you through the things that you might go through and for you to be able to actually pass through those because you can rely on Him. If you don't know Him this morning, then I encourage you to put up your hand to say, actually, I want that. I want to be able to rely on a God that is so big that He created the foundations of the earth. I want to rely on a God that is so generous that He gave His only Son to die for, for me, for you, for each and every one of us. I want to rely on a God that has a plan for my life, a plan that is so great, that is so amazing, no matter what it looks like to us, no matter how much we can't understand it, that it is actually for us and for our future. Today, if you want that God in your life, if you would like to ask Jesus Christ to come into your heart today, then I'll ask, while every eye is closed, for you just to raise your hand. If you're online this morning too, this opportunity is equally for you. I'm just going to quickly say a prayer if you'd like to say it with me and I'll ask everybody in the congregation to say it with me as well Lord God I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God who died for my sins and rose to life again I'm sorry for my sins and ask for your forgiveness I accept Jesus Christ as my personal Saviour. I ask you to transform my life. 
and give me your Holy Spirit to lead me all of my days. Thank you for your unlimited goodness and grace over my life. In the name of Jesus, Amen. You know, this morning, if you're if you find yourself perhaps relating to Job a little bit more, I hope you do relate to Job a little bit more than than none of you that related to Job beforehand. Um, but if you want to actually come down and talk, if you want to come down the front for prayer as we sing this last song, please come and, and do that. Know that your God is bigger than you can imagine. Know that you can trust in Him with everything that you're going through. I'm just going to finish with a prayer. Father God, I really hope people have heard from your heart this morning. Lord, it's my prayer that people will understand that what Job went through, although it may look different, that the things that we go through are no less important to you. Father God, that the things that we go through are all part of your plan, whether we understand them or not, and that we can trust in you. For you are an almighty God and that you will bless us, Father God. In Jesus' name.